Last time on the Dungeon Patrol, the heroes departed Old Home once again in a desperate race to reach the front before any battle commenced. With some guidance, their flying steeds made quick work of the countless miles, and they arrived at the Loyalist camp with time to devise a devious plan that exposed Redthorn's accomplices. Will they find a way to overcome the enemy's overwhelming advantage? Find out now. How's everybody doing? Feeling right. a little chilly. Yeah, a little chilly. Right. A little chilly. Yeah. It's getting to, getting to be winter. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fall. Mm. Oh yeah. We don't say the W word just yet. <laughs> it's fall. Let's enjoy fall. <laughs> Let's just mm. stick with fall for a yeah. while longer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I would like that. Um, but most of the leaves are down, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. They are down. Whatever you want to tell yourself. <laughs> you can tell yourself it's <laughs> fall. <you> through <laughs> Whoever gets you through the long Minnesota winters. It's just a word. It's just a word. Yeah, I know. It's just a word. And the (laughs) temperature readings are the same no matter what word I use. They keep uttering the S word every now and then, too. Yeah. hmm. I've seen a couple pictures. Snow? It's going to happen. It's not like Candyman where you say it three times and it shows up. (laughs) That's exactly how it is. (laughs) All I know is that my uh, driveway uh, surface area yeah. uh, tripled um, over the summer, and so I know it's going to be a banner year for snow since I now have to clean that. So. Yep. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. You've got kids. Put them to work. I do have kids, and they should do that. Work. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I get them out the... You have a snowblower, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're set. You just convince them that it's entertainment. <laughs> you know, when I was their age, I yeah. thought it was fun. You know, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm. I got all dressed up and had one of those snorkel hood parkas. Yeah. And did you have a snowblower when you were a kid? Yeah. Yeah, oh. we did. Oh, see, I, oh, we had wow. shovels yep. in a big driveway. Well, that was kind of the thing is that I, I got to the point where yeah. I, uh, sorry, someone's computer's making noise and it's probably mine. Um Got to the you know point where I was old enough to use the snowblower, which was really exciting. I thought I'd progressed, you know. I was yeah. Oh sure, you get the achieve the next the, level. Yeah, yeah, you get the keys to the snowblower. Yeah. Huh. So my parents were smart, smart, and got a corner lot. So that meant sidewalks were twice. As- <laughs> oh, that's rough. Oh, yeah. We grew up in Texas, so that wasn't a thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know what a snowblower was until I moved here. Nope, me neither. Like what? What is this? Oh, this is cool. Oh, this is a lot of work. <laughs> yes, that's. It's a lot of work, but uh, hey, the snowblower helps. Right. Technology helps. Maybe someday I'll be smart and move south, but we'd have to move the whole group south. I'm on board. Like that's fine. <laughs> uh, not not back there. Not not too far south. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, well, with you know climate change, the yeah, warmth is going to come to us. Yeah, yeah. we're we're, we're in the best spot. We landlocked. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, we're back to, what are we on? Episode 59? 59. Yeah. And last time you guys were very clever and hatched this whole plan to expose any remaining 
Red Thorn accomplices in in the army, and uh, you managed to catch you know the one Rolf, right? Yeah, Rolf. without um, having to use any violence. Right, you didn't really. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Cole show is really bummed, um, but yeah, Rolf uh, is being questioned, um, and you guys were left to go uh, get some rest, and it's uh, kind of where we left off, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. What's on our agenda now? The big battle? I don't know. There's a big battle coming yeah, eventually. I guess so. Right? Because that was our main. That was our main part of the quest. This semi quest, or this, is to get to to tell them about Red Thorn or the lack of Red. And we did. Yes. So it's like time to retire. Yeah. I want to retire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got well that, we're uh, 59. Early retirement. You're getting there. <laughs> well, we've got all that uh, that holding now to, yep. that we need to go manage. Oh, so. And we've got some money we, to pay the taxes. To, yeah. Yep. Y'all yeah. have a good war, and <laughs> we're going to go home. Tell us how it turns out. Just hire a good security system and. Yeah. Covered. We're the security system. <laughs> See, but if I don't want to do that from retirement, no. <laughs> I don't want to be the security system. You'll miss it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just a little. I'll go around bark orders to people. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, go into a bar and put Hunter's mark on people yeah, just for fun. Yeah. Just what are you fun. doing? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Knock it off. Uh, so you, <laughs> you guys obviously have plans, but you're here uh, at the front mm-hmm. and uh, rested up. And we'll say, the next morning comes. Okay. Well, we're kind of stuck here in a way because we were flown in. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it's a long haul, I believe. <laughs> yeah. The dark stars are a long ways away. Yeah. So I don't even know where we're at, really. Unless they were to give us some horses to use, we could just help them in their, in the battle. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm not going to miss this battle. Okay. Right. So, Kulshow wants to stick around uh, well, for the battle. I'm in. We've we've got uh, one more person to. I mean, Redthorn was just a little piece of the of the pie. Yep. It was, you know, maybe totally unnecessary. So we could talk to <laughs> Lord Skellid <laughs> and just see if there's anything that we could help there with. Go. Yeah, it's a good idea. So. Let's say you wake the next day and you see that this armed camp all around you is slowly stirring to life as you start to fall into your normal uh, wakefulness routine. A small troop of soldiers marches into your uh, circle of awareness. The leader of the troop introduces herself as Sergeant Clareburn, and she says, Lord Stormbreak requests your presence in the command tent. I'm here to escort you if you wish. Very well. Okay. So she uh, kind of turns and makes way for for you guys to gather, and um, she's willing to wait if you aren't quite ready. But eventually you get ready, and her and her uh, little troop uh, march you through the camp um, towards the central command tent. Um, a few fires remain from the previous night, but the smells of wood smoke and bacon already fill the air. 
The squelching, sucking sound of your boots draws a few tired glances as you march toward the large, faded blue command tent. You arrive outside the tent's entrance, and the guards stiffen to attention. Uh, a brief glance towards your right, and they quickly back away as they see a nod from Sergeant Clareburn. Um, she gives you kind of a half smile as you duck to enter the flap of the tent. And inside, you see Skellid sitting very much at the same spot that he was the night before. Three lanterns spread around a large, crudely drawn map. He looks up briefly, and his red-rimmed eyes meet yours. He's oblivious to the pleasantries and greetings, and immediately starts talking about the situation. So he's going to give you a breakdown of where you currently stand from the information he has. He says, our spies at Skiff Landing say Scornsby has around 18,000 soldiers. That number has been significantly augmented by mercenaries from Beldur and Corumbray. Graven Pikejoy commands the cursed dogs. Velman Garagotha leads the shriven souls. Gyra Felhus leads the iron hunt. Sorkum the Sad leads the blackened heart. The Marklovian brothers, Davo, Tuvor, and Kalto, are in charge of the Seven Snakes. Kyrit Brokenblade leads the Osworn, and Forax Dabro leads the Sons of Sorrow. All are battle-hardened and professional. We can expect them to fight as well or better than Scornsby's own forces. We believe the army that awaits us totals more than 45,000. On our side, we have 10,000 loyalists, nearly half of which were previously part of the Queen's company. We have been augmented by 3,000 dwarves and 2,000 elves, both a result of your efforts, who will for the time being defer to my command. The Mad King could still throw his own forces into this fight, and the status of the gnomes and halflings is perplexing. We must assume that no other help is forthcoming, and we appear to be facing three-to-one odds at least. But the worst of it is, we don't know where Scornsby is. High Frost Ridge is a natural choke point, and we hold the high ground. But here, and he points, slides his finger over to the left side of the map on the table, we have a series of hills and heavily wooden draws and ravines that could hide Scornsby's army. But there's also this hill, and his finger slides to the opposite side of the map, that overlooks a broad depression that could be an ideal staging ground. Curse Glendale was led somewhere and betrayed by Rolf, but we can't get the foul-mouthed bastard to talk. Our other scouting parties have disappeared or reported seeing enemy forces at both locations. We need to know for sure where the main army lies so we can have a ch the choice of ground. I hate to ask for your help, but this fight could happen at any time and delays are no longer an option. I need you to lay eyes on the enemy camp and return to me. Can you do this task? Of course we can. We've done all the other heavy lifting. <laughs> We've done literally everything else for you. Uh, <laughs> okay, so um, he's happy to give you information. He starts pointing uh, at those locations on the map, um, giving you a little bit of background and, you know, what the scouts have encountered, you know, like strange fog and, you know, can't see into the woods and things like that happening and being chased away by enemy uh, troops. So they haven't had much luck. 
so did you um did you need us to remember all those troops and names that you just listed? We get that written down. There will be a test. Uh, no, it's just okay. uh, kind of, you know, so you know that there there are lots of very... Uh, lots of skilled people that are going to be facing us. Yep. Okay. They were really good names. There were some uh, good names. Okay. Thanks. I, I take it this like is an that. immediate need? Uh, yeah. Yep. Time is a ticking. So, I mean, can we get the sketch of the map? Uh, you could, uh, but you don't really need it. Um, it's <laughs> it's five miles uh, southwest or three miles southeast, uh, the wooded ravine. Um, but you do have an, an advantage here. What's that? I don't really want to tell you. Hmm. Can we get the uh, can we get the our, our aerial support back and and fly that and fly over they to flew. find them? They flew away. Yeah, they well, went away. We can't you call them, huh? Alron? I don't know. <laughs> it's your mind, isn't that it's my mind? Horns blow the horn. It's like a horn dagger. No, right? no, it's not that kind of horn. Well, you <laughs> hold your horn and right. wish really hard. <laughs> Summon them. <laughs> That's my adolescence. Um, <laughs> did not want to go there so early in, in the game, but we did. So, uh, so our advantage, it's a wooded area. Um, yeah. Uh, specifically, you have yeah. an advantage in this. Well, there's multiple advantages, it sounds like I have. <laughs> <laughs> Just which one are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, exactly. Well, is there owls? Is there is there a, a clan that lives there? Or? No, you you oh. um, you know, since since you left, yeah, uh, since you uh, died and were re- were reborn, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you've had this. <laughs> uncanny sense of oh that's right the sense of oh, direction yeah, that you have guy. oh so you you know scornsby oh yeah i've got like the beacon like <clears throat> to him i'm sorry yeah yeah, yeah i do hey, so like about this i put a low jack on scornsby <laughs> <laughs> so we going southwest or southeast you tell us where are we going <laughs> i'm just gonna sit and kind of try to, to tap into it yeah you uh, you definitely get the sense that he is close your eyes and point to the southwest by the hill known as Bleaker Mound. Bleaker Mound. So we don't even need to go. Yeah, you just tell. Yeah, I, we just told you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, congratulations. Like, he, he wants, uh, you know, they're obviously have some kind of deception going. Because they've seen troops at both locations. I need to um, count and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, he'd like you to actually lay eyes, but that would be the your best guess right now, based on okay. your sense of where Scornsby is. Scornsby is definitely in that area. Well, if we could finagle a, a capital strike, I mean, if we know Scornsby is there. Mm-hmm. Let's go cut the heads off the snake. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All the heads. That's All right. the heads. Um, and you are surprised. You're getting ready to leave, and you hear a voice and see someone that you recognize. Who? Sir Lamar. Oh yes. Oh, hey. 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 Uh, he greets you warmly, 
And he said that he just arrived in the night. Oh, glad to see you stepping up still. And he's like, are are you uh, heading out? Oh, we're going I mean, to a few places. Yes, we have some business to do. And he's like, I suppose you'll be needing your mounts then. <gasps> yes. We brought yes. them with us. Oh, Dark Star's here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And horse number or whatever. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> Is that my horse? Oh, know. where's my horsey? Who cares? Yeah, you just give him the cold shoulder. No, no emotional attachment. <laughs> uh, so, you yes. You wouldn't even notice if it was your horse or no, not. No, I, would, I, I, I would not. Okay, I'll thank you. I'll take this mount. <laughs> I will, That's Dark Star. Oh, I will okay. sadly explain to Bunny why Ajax is no longer with me. Aww. She's going to be really sad. She is. Yeah. You have disappointed the horse, too. <laughs> the disappointment uh, continues. The list <laughs> is growing. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, uh, well, I will thank him yes, uh, okay. uh, profusely and... So he arrived in the night with uh, some of the, the Twilight Vigil people and some of the last recruits that he had rounded up oh. um, and brought your mounts. Uh, so you is, have your mounts back. Is Lassa here? Uh, <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> uh, Boy, it's such a good day for you. <laughs> everything's looking Dark up. Dark star. It's going to be awesome. If you survive the we next get to kill somebody hours. today. I'm hoping so. When I see that look of excitement in your eye, I'm going to counsel you that attachments only bring sorrow. Mm. Remember Luggy? Hmm? Yeah. said the reason for living, though. Thanks. I was trying to forget him, but now you're bringing him up again. Attachments Great. can be used against you. Every, everybody's crying as you ride off. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> um, you just have a smile on your face. <laughs> just staring at your new horn. <laughs> So before we go into this, I mean, can we really uh, ask <laughs> Skelet or whoever if they can hook us up with some potions that might aid us in this fight? And and fully provision us. Yeah. We have no Gather shame up. about begging for potions. Right. Yeah. He'll uh you know, he's he's like, you know, well if you if if you know your business, you shouldn't need any potions. Oh, you, <laughs> oh. Go, you can go. Oh. Well, I would like to stack up some cross bolts and whatnot. Well, yeah, standard. Like that. There are wow. there are basic supplies that yes, yeah. you can food and crossbow bolts yeah. and things like that. So feel free, mm. provision yourselves. But again, you're supposed to just no observe. Oh, okay. Bring back news. Whereas the army. Um, and so you guys... It's never that simple. We know you, Jerry. <laughs> it might be that simple. It might be that simple. Uh, so you guys uh, are riding off? Yep. I mean, okay. Time to do some recon. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> All right. So you uh, ride off and within a you know uh, half hour or so, you are getting much, much closer to the spot they call Bleaker, Bleaker Mound. It's a relatively round, stony outcropping of rock that rises out of the sloping plain south of the ridge like a diseased burl on a tree. Scraggly trees hug the outer rim of the half-dome of rock and appear to grow more densely on the opposite side. A faint, curling trail of mist covers the forested area beyond the hill, blocking your vision. So it's roughly, you know, two miles across. It's a, you know, very gradual slope, so you could ride your horses up it. Um, without too much problem. With no cover whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot less cover on, on your side and a lot more on the opposite side. 
So my problem is we're going to be we're going to be seen before we see anybody else. Most likely. I'd like to take some time if we can, if we're sitting there, maybe take a quick break and cast Roland into an owl. Oh. And I will send him up to do a little bit of surveillance. surveillance. See if he can see through the mist. I'm Almost sure it might be difficult. About little Roland. While we're doing that, I'm going to do a detect magic on the on the um, mist and see if I can figure out what it. Uh, yes, the mist is magical in nature. It's not natural, at least. It's very faintly reads as magical to you. How, how close are we to the mist? Um, it's basically off in the distance, but it's covering, you know, you're probably uh, 150 yards away from it. Um, just kind of stops where the trees sort of end on the hill. Can I I learn anything else about the mist? I mean, like... Like with an arcana check? Yeah. Um, It is kind of a... Looks like a standard fog cloud, but magnified. Maybe multiple Mm. castings. Um, Definitely just there. Uh, Could be dispelled. You know, if the wind were to pick up, you might have... Um, you know, might be able to push it away from the trees or clear it out. Right now, it's just kind of still gray morning. Okay. And Roland is up in the air. How far can Roland go? Well, he can go as far as he wants. So I'm just going to send him up to surveil. I can only see 100 feet okay. from him. So I'm going to have him go. Then he can communicate with me when he comes back. What All he right. Saw. So Roland is gone while she is casting her her uh, spell. That takes a few minutes, right? Ten minutes? Ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So she learns that, and, and Roland is gone. Um, Roland comes back a few minutes later. Okay. Um, so what, what can he tell you? Can he, like, explain everything to you? Well, he's, I'm looking for kind of what he can communicate with me, so kind of what he saw. So he's got, like, a... Very good sight, obviously, as an mm-hmm. owl. And so he can kind of see what the train is, if there's lit life form, if there's humans, this kind of thing. Okay. You know, it's it's simple <clears throat> conversation. It's not I'm sure he can't count. Paint me a picture, Roland. Yes. Uh, so uh, he lets you know that the fog gets thicker as you go into the trees. Um, and uh, he uh, was worried a little bit about going farther because the visibility was just so poor mm. um, but finally all of a sudden he bursts through and there's like a huge valley on the other side okay inside of this valley he saw lots of movement lots of uh, human uh, uh, shelters uh, lots of cloth waving in the air um, you know just all kinds of stuff uh, okay. all around. He said there were patrols that were kind of going around the edge of where the fog and where the trees are, um, kind of going in and out of the fog um, without any concern. And uh, that seemed to be pretty regular. Um, but that's what he saw. I was going to say, good job, Roland. Go find yourself a big 
fat mouse. <laughs> okay. So takes off again, and um, you guys now have a little more info. Right. So I'm going to obviously share that okay. conversation. So it sounds like we need to sneak to the top of this valley to mm-hmm. actually see it with our own eyes. To probably get a better count and whatnot. I mean, we we know where it is. I mean, I mean that's the camp. I'm guessing it is. So we need to get through the woods. Yep. Okay. So, so how far was it? Um, I don't know if Roland gave you an estimate, but uh, the amount of time he was gone, yeah. it's... Don't necessarily know as he goes as the crow flies. Yeah, you know, kind of um, thirty-nine flaps. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably at least you know three hundred, four hundred yards um, worth of trees that you can see poking through this mist. Um, so maybe a little bit farther beyond that. Hmm. It's your best guess. All right, so we should tether the horses here somewhere safe. Okay, mm-hmm. out of sight. Um, so you find a good spot, uh, kind of sheltered from view from the top of the, the hill and um, scraggly little tree that you tie your horses to. All right. Okay. I, I will tell them all to be quiet and we will return. Okay. So the horses nod, <laughs> whinny, like uh, they, they know what you're talking about. And... Uh, so you guys are going up the hill? Yeah, we will go sleep. And we are in a forested area, right? Uh, you will be soon. Okay. I mean, I I have invisibility for three of the four of us. Okay. If that is something that we want to employ. <clears throat> we might need that for escape. Okay. Yeah, I think we can yeah. sneak up there. Once we get, into we might need. I mean, how long does that last? Um, a, a little while, mm-hmm. up to an hour. So, wow. as as a natural explorer of the forest, we I do have you know proficiency bonuses and whatnot. But while well, I'm traveling for an hour or more in my chosen terrain, which is forest, difficult terrain doesn't slow your group's travel. Your Group can't become lost except by magical means. So the for, the the fog would could, could we could get lost there. I remain alert to danger even when I am engaged in another activity. I can move stealthily at a normal pace, but that's a while alone. <laughs> and I can actually uh, while tracking creatures, you can learn exact number sizes and how long ago they pass through the area. Which I have uh, one of my um, favorite enemies is humans. Nice. He hates humans. So maybe I should just stay here with the horses. Since you're not stealthiest? I'm st- I, like, I don't even know how I'm going to get Do you have Passport or Trace or anything like that? I could swear that I do or I did. Well, I mean, I yeah, think we're I fine do. sneaking through the woods. Yeah, Pass Without Trace would be, if if you can afford it, would give us a plus 10 to all of our stealth rolls. Yeah, let's do that. Pass Without Trace. And then you have an cloak of elvenkind, so you get a bonus on your mm-hmm. stealth, and I get a, a proficient uh, advantage on my stealth, and so okay, I think that we can do this. Yeah, I don't have the cloak of elvenkind. Oh, I have the boots. I know we traded when I got my because you have a cloak of protection. 
No, I have the cape of the mountebank. That's just a cape, not a cloak. The cloak, different? I think we traded when I got my cloak because you had the so cloak you took, and I took you the took boots. You took the boots? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you took the cloak. Okay. <laughs> Raiding each other's closets all the time. Yeah, the, my the, shirt. The cape is something that you put on, you know, as a, like almost like a cowl kind of thing around your shoulders. Okay. So you guys yeah, have, you? have that sorted out? Yes, I have. Okay. Um, and you're headed up the hill, all of you? Yeah. Or, so or staying behind? We should, we should all go together. Yeah, I, I don't feel safe with just... Okay. I don't feel safe with Jerry in the room. <laughs> well, I mean, they probably have their own scouts, so... Yeah. Right. He did say that there were scouts walking around, so we have to be very careful of that. Um, so you guys crawl up this dome of rock. Does that work for you? Yeah, that's okay. fine. Sorry. Okay. Everyone's in agreement. Since you had your hood up all the time anyways. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> exactly. And you see the mist clings to the trees like an eerie translucent skin. As you go deeper into the chill gray fog, it seems to get thicker, almost like a physical thing. Just when you start to worry about going further, uh, you suddenly tear free of its grasp, bursting into the cloud-filtered daylight that now seems disturbingly bright. Before you is the vast open valley that Roland described, and you see thousands upon thousands of tents. Brightly colored pennons fly from nearly every shelter, and a pall of wood smoke hangs lazily in the air. Riders patrol the outskirts just like Roland said. You can see them on the rim to your right and another group on your left. Um, so you exited right uh, right between two patrols that are headed in the towards you, essentially. Um, and if you wanted to do a count, you could do that. Are we still in a wooded... Is there trees around here or are we pretty much just an opening? You are basically right on the edge of the trees, okay. but I'd say you're smart enough. You're not just going to come stumbling out into the wide open. Um, so you're you're clinging to the periphery of the fog, but you can right. see this out. valley now. Yeah, I'd like to climb a tree. Like to climb a tree? Yeah. Okay. Just climb it like some normal people do. I'm just walking up it. So. <laughs> like normal people do. Uh, so you climb up the tree. I just want to kind of get an overall view of, of uh, is there anything up here that would have, I'm getting the same kind of thing, just a higher view? Uh, no, not not really. Um, you can definitely see more movement in the camp. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say your new vantage rules out any sort of you know, really extensive attempt at deception. Um, You know, you see thousands of bodies, um, lots of movement, uh, horses. Any kind of major weapons, ballistas or? Um, You don't really see any. Okay. Um, Looks like they were traveling pretty light, Um, you know, sort of the same, same as, uh, you know, Skelet's group. Um, tents. Is there any, as far as tactically, anything as far as am, like area of where they're confined? Like if 
if they were to come in from this way or that way to ambush them or or are they like an escape do they have multiple escape options or is there an advantage to to come from if they were going to attack this camp um it looks like they have a pretty broad uh route uh to back out of okay. this area and the valley kind of uh the sides kind of lower and um as they get it gets farther back to where okay. this camp is so they're kind of at the entrance to like a large depression not really a valley valley but um like a bowl and uh but are there higher their high points then they're in the bottom of this valley or in the ground lower altitude where they're at it's yeah. basically flat okay is there advantage is there altitude around them elevation around them uh not close enough to be useful okay but yes there would be okay and i will climb back down okay share that with my fellow party members and you'll you you can you can tell that Scornsby is is somewhere, yeah, in that it's getting mix. stronger. Yep, he's here. Uh, as you scramble down, you uh, you guys hear a shout out to your left, and you hear the voices coming through the fog. Who's that? Who's there? Identify yourself. I'm gonna stop in the middle of the tree. Okay, mm-hmm. you're just stopping. Yeah, I'm in the tree. Stealthily. Okay. Why don't the rest of you roll stealth yeah. checks? So add 10 to that. <gasps> I've rolled a 19. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> when you needed the most. So <laughs> stealthy. And I get advantage. So that'd be uh, 31. Wow. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. That'd be 25. Okay. Still pretty good. 20, I, 28. I have a 30. Nice. Do you want me to roll two? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I have no doubts. That... Yeah, I get a um, 32. Okay. Wow. 33. We are, we are the forest. <laughs> right. That's right. So you hear, you, you hear some more talking, some more, you know, shouting, um, these groups, they must have had uh, others kind of in the vanguard um, running ahead of them. Uh, and so, uh, you know, you maybe didn't see them or hear them as they were coming along, but they thought they caught something, you know, thought they heard something or saw something. And so they're, they're shouting, but they're stumbling around in the, in the fog. And uh, Like how many can we perceive if we get a... Uh, you, you get a sense that there are at least two off to your right. Two people? Yeah, um, who are conversing about this. And then they're they're shouting uh, occasionally, like, who's there? I'm going to send Roland to fly in front of them so they can visibly see him and then kind of fly up again. Okay. he's on my shoulder. That's a good idea. Um, I gave everybody inspiration tokens from last time. If I had any more to give out, I'd, I'd give you one for that. It's a good thought. So Roland goes flying by, um, makes a big, uh, you know, show of uh, bursting through the trees and, you know, fluttering his wings. And and uh, they seem to calm down after that. And you hear them pass by, and they're still conversing. And they're like, oh, it must have been... Must have been that owl. 
like strange that an owl would be out this time of day, but uh, they just keep on walking past you. Do we want to take them out? I would like to. That'd be kind of fun. Yep. Then we have their uniforms. Yep. It's up to you. They're just passing by. Okay. They're going to meet up with this other How group. far away are they from me? Like, I'm up in a tree. Do I see them? Uh, do you see them? Yeah. Uh, you can't see them. Then um, your, your best guess, based on what you've heard, is that they're now probably about 25 yards okay. um, behind and to your left now. Okay. I wouldn't react until someone else did then. Mm. Well, if we can't see them, I'm not doing anything. Yeah, I'm not doing anything. Okay. So okay. they you pass by. And you hear their voices trail off. And eventually you hear them meet up with, uh, you know, what must be the other group uh, that was coming from the other side. Well, I mean, we were here to observe. Mm-hmm. So what else do we need? We know Scornsby is here. We got the lay land. We probably got a decent well, we count, a count of tents. Yeah. Yeah. You roll a perception or investigate or something. I mean, even Roland could fly around the top of the camp and get a good. I, if I could see through him, but then mm-hmm. 100 feet's not that much. That's yeah. Not very much at all. So 18. Okay. Yeah, 19. I just have an 21. All right. So you guys all start, you know, trying to count the tents, count the pennons, trying to see, you know, uh, get a, a rough estimate in your heads of uh, um, based on what you know of Skelet's group and um, uh, the layout of the tents and everything seems very similar and so you're making a count and you both comp- you all get together compare your numbers and you arrive at roughly the same estimate probably five, <laughs> five. <laughs> at least use your, five. use your other hand to <laughs> oh, I always forget about that and your toes yeah. it's always holding my sword Take your boots up um, so you uh, you all arrive at between you know 40 to 50,000 good grief that's a lot so that's the bulk of their forces yeah they're all here yeah do we see the the pennants of all the mercenary companies that were named? Uh, yes, you do. The Seven Snakes and mm-hmm. the Sons of Sorrow. So mm-hmm. we just send a dragon in here and clear them all out. Yep. Easy peasy. I wonder how many we could kill before they take us out. Of, of the 45,000? Sounds like a fun challenge, but... <laughs> you go do your thing, Kulshaw. <laughs> you have our blessing. Uh, yeah. We'll keep we'll keep count for we'll you how many you take out of your bravery. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Seems kind of like stupidity to me, but yeah, there's a fine line. <laughs> so you guys have it's bravery if it works. Yeah, basically right. done your job. All right, I'll head back to the horses. Okay, I, I mean, it feels like we should do more, but I guess I don't know what we I could even do. We we have uh, f- help waiting for us. And then I think that uh, we should probably use that for those forces. It just seems like it's a we have really no chance of winning this war mm. unless we can somehow neutralize some of these people. Well, we certainly. I mean, you said like cut the head of the snake. It's obviously Scornsby. We could certainly, 
if we could find a way in, but I don't think we'd be able to find a way out. I'm afraid with this many people, he's well guarded. Yeah. <laughs> but if we could get in, do surveillance, we've got this guy's self amongst yeah, us. Yeah. Invisibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm up it, for anything. I mean, you, you guys, you make it up as you go along. It seems like we've been hanging out for a long time. Mission complete. <laughs> you know, exactly. you're, you're George Bush with the banner on the aircraft yeah. carrier right yeah, now. Yeah, right. how'd that work out? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so you guys, you guys have done your part and you can head back. Um, or you can do something crazy. How, well, how long did it take to get here? Um, I'd say about... Um, with the train and everything, uh, I mean, you weren't going fast, about like half hour, 45 minutes. But as far as like oh. even the horse ride. Oh, the horse ride? Yeah, it's about an hour. So so it's close. So we literally could go back and let them know what we found and then come back and do something. Or mm-hmm. I can, I've got a clarify set. I could write a note, put it on Roland and send them to a message. Do you really need to bust out a calligraphy set? <laughs> Like, yes, to write a nice pen. note. I a stole pen. this calligraphy set like first. <laughs> I know you've been <laughs> talking about episode. it ever since, and <laughs> I've been wanting to use it. This is your chance. <clears throat> but we could write a note and send it back, so could we wouldn't just, have to go anywhere. Because imagining if you're doing calligraphy to write this out, <clears throat> careful and well, I have. I don't have to to write calligraphy. I can write to print it out, but I've I've got the pen and the inkwell and the paper to do so. Just an idea. Just imagining this wooden case you got to bring out and open up and be like, hmm, which. I'm which, in the tree. You don't even see me. I'm just writing which up. Which stylus do I want to use? Uh, to whom it concerns. Uh, this, is, this is awesome. It feels like we've been gone for a fortnight. <laughs> My dearest skeleton. Uh, uh, or we know. can go back. I would say that we certainly, um, if we go back and come back, um, we certainly wouldn't waste a whole lot of time. But what I'm afraid of is, like, what if they refuse for us to go back? You know, I mean. Well, we should probably see if they have other ideas. Right. I I think that's my, yeah. We've got to move our camp and go find some place strategic because otherwise this is going to be a route. Yep. Okay. We'll go back to the camp. Let's go back to the camp. Back to the camp. Okay. So I'm just going to assume that you guys make it through the the fog without any issues. We Um, made it through the wilderness. Yep. Through the wilderness. Somehow we made it through. (laughs) Into the woods. Uh, And you come out the other side. Uh, Your horses are waiting there very quietly. Like you almost couldn't find them because they're so quiet, so stealthy. And. No, I'm starting to like my horse a little more. <laughs> he's, he's wearing a black cloak. Now. Uh, <laughs> you know how to get me, Jerry. <laughs> Some black eyeliner. <laughs> wow. Uh, I want a name, a real name. Uh, so you guys mount up and head back and, you know, yeah, it's about an hour. Um, all said. You ride into camp and you are... Going to the command tent 
I'm guessing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, yes. so you ride up and uh, report back to Skellid. He's in the same spot, looks even worse, like the guy really needs to get some sleep. Um, it does look like he has changed clothes and shaved, so that that's good, um, but l- looks extremely tired. Uh, with him are a couple of familiar faces. Uh, Florenza Falling Water. Oh, and her mother's uh, gruff Castellan, Arduane Landis. Remember that guy? Mm-hmm. Um, and they are also poring over this map, deeply concentrating and uh, having some subdued conversation. Uh, but your entrance rouses them from their thoughts. And Florenza immediately smiles, as does Lord Arduane. Skeleton. Um, <clears throat> You know, looking more skeletal without his faint growth of beard, spares a brief nod and asks immediately for your report. You want to explain the tactical, what they're dealing with? I mean, yes, they have all the men. (laughs) (laughs) 45 to 50,000 are in the valley near that mound. Okay. Um, So you explain it. uh, And he seems, if anything, he seems relieved. Um, now that he knows, he can really start to plan next steps. Um, the worry drains from his body and he actually smiles a bit. Uh, he's like, well, now we know, but we still have a few decisions to make. Lord Ardwain, I will need you to command Kirk's regiment. I have decided to split the reinforcements into four companies under the command of these resourceful adventurers. What? <laughs> what? It's uh, not really our strength. No, it, it's going to be though. You guys proven proven yourselves. We've you know, proven lucky, no. We've proven we're a good strike team. We're uh, the few, the proud. <laughs> Dungeon Patrol. You, you've been recruited, and uh, Skellid explains that. Uh, The Red Wolves, to a man and woman, have asked to be placed under your command. Sir Lamar, uh, with his new arrivals, the Twilight Vigil, uh, Lhasa, um, they all want to serve with you as well. Um, He's like, we can't spare much more than this for reinforcements, as we will be hard-pressed, but these smaller four companies should allow you to move more quickly and plug any holes, and hopefully that gives some advantage in the upcoming battle. And they will reposition the camp and the for- forces to take advantage of the high ground and face, you know, this, uh, this bleaker mound um, and expect Scornsby to reply in kind. So what is he thinking to actually try to get on top of that mound to fight them as they come up? He's going to stay on the ridge because on this ridge they have the high ground. Mm -hmm. Um, So Scornsby will have to come around the the mound, the hill, down into uh, this plain and then try to climb back up. So he just wants to position so that they are facing this mound and 
stay in the high ground and, you know, dig some spike pits and things like that, make a little berm, um, stuff like that. Hopefully give an advantage. So who are the four groups? The Red Wolves, Twilight Vigil, Lamar's people, and... Yeah, Lamar had about, I can't remember what I said, but around 50 or so recruits. Um, basically, basically he is sworn to Lady Falling Water, but he has put in a request. He likes the cut of your jib, and uh, he'd like to serve under you. I did not ask him to look at my jib. <laughs> uh, so what is, the, what is the total amount of people then? Yeah, that you many, get like how many red you're controlling, are controlling, yeah. Um, I'd say that each of you gets around um 250. Good grief. <laughs> yeah, I agree. All mouths you have to feed. Just think of all the encouragement you'll have to give Alaron. All the pats on the back. Try oh. not to die. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> that's, that's his motivational. <laughs> Try not to die. I'm out of here. Do not follow me. Uh, yep. <laughs> Take care of yourselves. You're I'll all grown adults. Way in the back. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is a big. This is a big ask. Well, I would assume that <clears throat> who's I get to pick somebody that's going to be my my sergeant. Yes. Right, I, I get it, and they'll do all the work for me. Well, yeah. Delegation. Yeah, that's right. You guys will have a few days to, you know, organize your troops, set up your, you know, command structure if you want. One of you gets Sir Lamar, who has proven himself lately. Uh, someone will get Lhasa. Um, I'll take Lhasa. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I actually would suggest that I take Lhasa rather than you. Because you will be impaired if you have to make an important decision with her. I don't think that that's the case. But you or guys he'll are cousins, just be though, right? We've never even been out on that date. Or he'll just be thinking about Lhasa with you the whole time and still mm. be impaired. Yeah. Look, I, you know. <laughs> Since she's your cousin, that's not going to impair you? That's, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know she was my cousin, and who cares? Yeah, she's your cousin. So we got a couple of days. I don't exactly know what we're going to do with a thousand people. Well, I still don't have a clear. I mean, do you do you actually have some maps you can show us? Uh, yes. So that would be really helpful to visualize. I I, I I looked. I tried to come up with my own system um, for doing this mass battle, and so. Um, I found something on some message board by some person who said, I haven't really tried it yet, but seems pretty cool. And so I'm like, so, yeah, so I'll try play it. testing. I'll Perfect. try it on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what could go wrong? Um, so yeah, I, I sort of took that, that, uh, that person's idea, modified it slightly. So it'll be a, a much simpler sort of thing. And I will put up the map shortly that shows you what's going to happen but i'll just say that you guys have your have several days to put your armies together to um train drill have some basic tactics um 
Lord Arduin is doing the same. He was not uh, expecting to uh, command one of these companies or regiments, and so he's he's kind of doing that work as well. Um, one morning, you awake to the blaring of trumpets as you and your fellows erupt from your tents. You notice a new fallen snow covers nearly every exposed surface. The snow is still slowly falling, lending a strangely calm appearance to the now buzzing camp. Horns continue to trumpet from various points around the camp, and you see soldiers donning armor, gathering horses, shoveling down quick spoonfuls of cold stew, and saying quick prayers to their gods. Your troops are hurriedly preparing for whatever awaits, sparing quick glances at you, hoping for some brief sign of reassurance. As you mount up on your trusty steeds that were brought all the way from Northwall by Lamar in the Twilight Vigil, your soldiers follow your lead and form up. You ride with the flow of activity down the ridge and to the northwest, southwest, sorry. As you clear the edge of the camp, you can see the cause for all of the warning uh, horns. A vast army is arrayed on the sloping plain between you and the faint outline of Bleaker Mound. The gently falling snow makes the slow-moving forces force seem surreal as they methodically march uphill towards you. You see and hear Skelet, his shining armor glinting faintly in the morning light as he shouts encouragement to the men. He rides up to you, flashes a dazzling and confident smile, and says, Happy hunting today! Let's show these swine how it's done! And he rides off toward the front lines, waiting for the regiments to form up for one last inspection. All around you, you hear the chanting of clerics, the mumbled arcane protection spells of the wizards, the songs of the bards, and the body laughter of bare-chested barbarians. A strange force for sure, but not one to be taken lightly. Only the staggering numbers of the enemy could stop such an army, but you feel more determined to stop at nothing. And I will bring this up on your map. Mm. How exciting is that? Big battle, totally Big. new rules. So I've I've trained all of my soldiers to do an acapella version of Hell's Bells. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's okay. a, it's a kind of it's a psychus and a... Um, you might have to zoom out on okay. on the map a little bit. That's a lot of map. <laughs> it is a big map. Because I'm almost out. <gasps> Zoomed out there. There you go. Okay. So, four, one, two, three. Four. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this battle is uh, the battlefield is divided up into six mm-hmm. quadrants. Um, each one of these quadrants is a you know a regiment under the command of a different uh, different leader, um, facing off with this other uh, you know opposing force, and um, so how this will work is. You guys um, will move between these zones if you feel like it. Um, Each of these zones has a secret number associated with it. Uh, It's either a plus or minus, up to a plus or minus four, based on um, the odds uh, they're the advantage that the enemy has or disadvantage that the enemy has. But I will tell you up front that 
um, all of these zones, the enemy has an advantage. Um, and if you, now you can separate and you can go, like you could each go into one of these zones and you can travel between zones um, each round. Uh, you can, you will be lending a plus one in the zone. So you will be shifting the balance a little bit by having your forces, your company in that zone. Um, or you can group up and two of you can be in that zone and then you would gain a greater advantage or four of you, three of you, whatever you want to do. Um, and so I've sort of predetermined what the odds are in each zone based on the leadership and the composition and taken into account the terrain, the better leadership in general on your side of the battle. And you see these squares, I've added two um, black areas here. This would allow you to say if you were in this far right zone with uh, Elshan Muradam, the High Marshal of the Elves, over here, um, you would be able to travel to the opposite side without wasting, you know, five rounds or whatever. You'd be able to jump here, here, and then go right into this other. Um, ah, I see. Okay, that's sort of how that works. Okay, can you explain where? Like, what's, what is this terrain then? So we're all on a hill? Uh, yes, it's, it's kind of like they're on the plain, sort of coming up. It's a pretty gentle slope, but still you have the high ground. So that's one of your advantages that you currently have. So we have archers? You do. Well, my first thought was, since he talked about that, is all four of us, Head here, and then we split two and two. Or we go here, two here, two here. So it, we're... But then that puts the enemy on both sides. Yeah, we don't want to be flanked. We should come... Well, then we can one of the side way, and then... Yeah. I mean, but we're, but our, two none here, of the four, two. our forces aren't advancing. Right, we're, we're holding a line. That's right? what I would think. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you can assume this is, this is where they are contacting this is where they are coming into conflict okay. in these zones mm -hmm. and you are uh you're going to be able to start off in any one of the zones that you want mm -hmm. okay so you're saying we just take we split up two I, by two I don't and know take the flanks we or we up, just go no. and take one flank all four i think we take one flank all four okay hit hard i mean we're only one thousand and just kind of go. Yes, like like the dominoes, they're going to fall. Okay, <laughs> fifty thousand dominoes. Yes, um, it will even... be spectacular. Come on. Well, this is <laughs> so. Is there other forces besides what we have, or that's it? So, well, the but okay. So the so yellow is all of our people facing off against the yeah. red, yep. which is Correct. all the bad guys. Correct. And so, we're the Plus extra. Us. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. We're the irregulars. Reinforcements. Bonus. So we start here? I was thinking the other side. Okay. 
I guess I'd, okay. Apparently, I'm just being difficult there because what? when we say right. we're starting there, I mean I, I'm trying to get a picture right. So we're gonna have like a whole line of all of our forces, and I assume we've built traps and trenches, and we have all our archers. And where I mean, we're not gonna go charging into the right into the mass melee. Yeah, I think he's already skipped past that, and the yeah. melee has begun. Yep. This is where they've crossed the lines, the, the All the, the arrows have been fired, you yep. know, all the... This is the melee or hand-to-hand. Yep. Oh, so we're skipping all the preliminaries. We're skipping all the preliminaries. Yep. Well, this is once battle is joined. It's going to be back and forth. Sheer brute force yeah and i'm not really a uh i'm not really this kind of caster (laughs) this is not so i should uh i should add that um each of you will have a special um thing that you can do Mm -hmm. one time and it will gain uh, you a plus four in the zone that you're currently in uh for that round and so you will um, let me know when you want to use that, if you want to use it. And um, basically that- what will happen is I will roll for each of these zones. And um, depending on the outcome of the roll, um, I will factor in the plus and minuses. Um, and then the, the end result will either cross out some of these forces on Scornsby's side or cross out some of the forces on the Queen's side. And once all those forces are crossed off, we see that basically that zone okay. is... So we're going to need to see how the zones are doing and we may change Yes, our plan based on that. Correct. But I think let's go ahead and start with the elves in that rightmost zone. All right, let's do that. Okay. Um, and then basically your goal is to get a certain, you know, it's kind of survival. Um, uh, And so I'm going to have a predetermined number of rounds that we have to get through and take stock at the end of that. Does that make sense? Are we doing that today? You give us a week to think about this? Do you You want a week to think about it? (laughs) Or should we go? I have more questions, but... Into the breach. <laughs> Once more. Once more. I love just springing completely different things. Uh, looking at the confusion. Uh, but we'll, we'll walk through this. It'll be it'll be good. I think it's a pretty fair system. No, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah. You ready to go? Okay. Let's do it. Oh, Mary. I guess it's not going to take that long. <laughs> I, uh, certainly not. Um, okay. Certainly not. Uh, so you guys can move your move your forces. We're all you going the same forces, so we're all going into the rightmost zone with the elves and High Marshal Muradam. That's right. And you'll be going up against the Iron Hunt and the Blackened Heart. All right. So I'm going to start rolling. So we're giving a plus four to this, to our for, troops for our, round. Zone. Yep. for our zone. Okay. 
and we're just like sacrificing battle, dark star <laughs> charging in correct trying to flank these people yeah yeah you can you can add your own uh flavor to it if you want i totally would be into that if you guys want to say what you're doing as we go through the rounds and... my troops are all about flanking <laughs> well, that, i mean just... if we were going to come in that way i would say wow told like all four of us just come to the mm -hmm. far right and try to flank. Yeah, I just put yeah. us in that I just side. put us in that like yeah. yes. zone we, like. yeah you can flavor it the zones so are not while not. they're basically hitting the line we're just going to circle around and try to hit their sides mm -hmm. nice okay well I will start in that uh, that zone then so are we rolling anything uh no oh oh okay Okay, well, we'll just sit back here, Jerry. <laughs> we'll let the DM we'll let me play. Take all, let the dice you guys need bathroom us. break. Now's the time to take out, it. Uh... <laughs> we'll let the DM um, use his dice as a favor. You can, you can, we can do, change it up. It doesn't matter who rolls. So, I think we should be. Rolling. It doesn't matter who rolls, though. Yeah, it should matter. I know how you roll, Jerry. I I roll terribly. Yeah. So yeah. roll for us. Are you just rolling for you and we don't roll for us? Uh, what I I'm rolling is for... Yeah, who wins? Versus. Yeah. Okay. Just the, the clash that's happening now. Well, then we should be rolling for our side. Yeah. We should take turns. I think that would be fair. I think that totally would be Totally fine with that. Okay. Because so otherwise 3D6. we're just sitting here, you know. <laughs> 3D6? Yep. Okay. All right, you roll. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have Look the half ah, You rolled three sixes. Oh, oh my way. gosh. Way. Oh my god. That just happened. <laughs> <laughs> this this is going to be a short battle. It really does so. have the halfling look. It's happen. amazing. Okay. So oh, okay, let's take a picture here. and post that. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Uh, okay. So. <laughs> Only you, man. I'm glad uh, we chose to roll. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> right. These well, are the same dice I'm, I use for the paladin's power, by the way, for the nice. damage. So. I'm just going to roll what I would have rolled, and we'll, and we'll uh, compare. Okay. Like three ones. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's much better that you got three sixes. So. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, basically going on this person's chart, which yeah. I stole, uh, verbatim, uh, what you rolled, uh, the enemies are in severe trouble mm -hmm. and you, your forces gain three points. So I'm going to put three little crosses here through Scornsby's. Um, so the, the enemy has six, we have six plus us four. And you're marking three of them off. I am marking three of Scornsby's six off. In this zone. In this zone. But, I mean, but I guess what I'm not understanding, because this makes it look like this is a balanced fight, but this is not a balanced fight. No, right. That it should not be a balanced there, fight. There is the, he has the secret. Secret. The secret bonuses. There, the, yeah, I mean, we just don't know. Yeah. Except for that we are vastly outnumbered. So I'm, I'm like... Like I said, it's a plus four to a negative four. And I can tell you that all of these zones are negatives. Um, some maybe more than others. Um, but uh, basically, so if you give me, if you roll, what I'm going to do is I'm going to either uh, add or subtract, most likely subtract, except in this zone that you're in, because... You, all four of you chose to come into this zone, so you now actually have a positive. 
So right. So I just say we just kind of roll and then yep. let it let it roll. You just tell me what you get, and I'll let you roll for each each zone. We want to roll high, right? You want to roll high, yeah? Okay, Elrond. <laughs> it's all on you. So we're going Ardwain versus the Shriven Souls and the Cursed Dogs. Okay. Only an eight. An eight? Yup. So we're going now to another. We're we're zone? looking at the other zone. No, we haven't moved. This is all in the same oh. round. Okay. So the queen loses. If it's this confusing to us, how confusing is it going to be to our oh, listeners? Oh, it's going to be crazy confusing. Trust us. It's battle is happening. Forces are falling. This is the fog of war. Yeah. It's just confusing. Uh, well, let's... Uh, so right now, let's let's say there are six zones. We'll explain this again. Six zones where the battle, where the conflict is currently happening. Take a between, screenshot of this too, Jerry. Yeah, we'll take a screenshot. Um, so in these six zones, um, the, oppo- the forces are opposing one another. And currently... In the first zone, starting at the right, because that's where our players uh, chose to enter the fray, um, they are uh, they have an advantage now. Um, Scornsby has lost six uh, or three of his six in the neighboring zone. It did not work out so well, um, and the queen is now has lost two of her six. In that zone. So then we'll go to where the Garston, Thordell, and the door. We go from one to one to one. Yes. Yep. Gotcha. So now, we're now it makes a lot more sense. Okay. okay. Right. Who's rolling next? I want the roll for the dwarves. Okay. Okay. So this is Dorgold Bronzebeard, King of the Dwarves versus Garston Thordell. I rolled a 12. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. So I. Um, the queen loses one. Yeah, that's not looking good. And next zone, Wharton Bellpounder on Scornsby's side versus Bellamar Fortrain, probably the best swordsman in the kingdom. Uh, who's rolling for old Thora? Oh, this, this is way too much pressure for Thora. <laughs> she does not like this. But that is uh, 15. Nice. 15. Good job. I got two sixes. I remind you, the last two rolls when you talked down on your own stealth... Yeah, just keep in there. You rolled really high. <laughs> All right, I will just keep doubting myself. Self-deprecation yes, apparently is okay. a spell. <laughs> um, so they have lost two. Nice. Okay. Based on that. All right. So now we're at Hubrick. Vettel morning. Yep. Uh, that's a fifteen. Wow. Nice. Oh, sorry. I said sorry. Uh, this is totally nerding out here. I said Balamar Fortrain was the best swordsman. It's not. He's not. It's Hubrick Valmorning. Oh, the best okay. yes. Oh. Okay. Just want to clarify. Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we would have had people writing in about that if. <laughs> <laughs> I all all the fans so, of Hubrick Van, uh, Van Morning. I'd be so excited if someone had ever <laughs> the Hubrick Van Morning fan and, club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cease and desist. How dare you! <laughs> Uh, whoops, uh, I didn't want to do that. Um, so, lost two. Okay, okay. Seven snakes. You okay. guys are, are rolling pretty good, yeah, against the the brothers, the Marklovian okay. brothers. Um, so now we're in the last zone, uh, and it's Tyrosa Dane versus the Oathsworn and the Sons of Sorrow. 
Oh, terrible. Oh, no. Four. Oh, no. Um, Sons of Star, my favorite name, so. It, you it just had sense. to be all by yourself kinda, kinda for the last for two them. days, huh? Uh, okay, so that is three down for the queen. <gasps> oh, no. Okay, okay, okay. But by and large, yeah, um, that's a that's a good round. So we're starting so like, on round two. So, like, how much time does that represent? Like an hour of fighting, or yeah, it could be hour of fighting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Next round. Next round, we're back. Where you guys are? Are you splitting up? Are you staying in the zone? I'm going to move to the next zone over. Yeah, I, I think I see that they need my be, support. Right. I think maybe splitting them up. I'll go with you. All right. Okay. There. Okay. Yay, Landis! Let's go! <laughs> Hooray! I'm here for you. Uh, okay, we'll start with the first zone: the elves versus the Iron Hunt and the Black and Heart. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll roll turn. then. Come on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ten. You get there plus four. You get plus two then. Um. So you, the queen loses one. Oh, no. Yeah, see. Okay. Next zone where Thora and Bjorn have just rode in to help Lord Ardwain out. Dora, I roll really poorly like oh, you always it's do. It's going to be horrible. <laughs> I know it. It is. It's seven. Oh. Oh. Okay, that magic's gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, yes, that is the queen lost two more. <gasps> no. Um, Who's this Landis fellow? Or... He's uh, the old castellan of Lady Falling Water. Oh. Uh, you met him when you went to Falling Water, and he he's... Do you want to roll for the dwarves again? We, you want to roll this one? Sure. <laughs> it's too much pressure. I, I'm, we're going to lose horribly here. Oh. oh. He was sitting on a six and <laughs> flopped down. So that's his... <laughs> Uh, seven. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, yeah. So that's two more of the queen. So we had down. a strong opening, and then yeah. it was like, oh, fatigue set in. Yep. All right. So we'll go for, I'll roll for Balamar. Uh, oh, hey. Said 14. You really have the luck. It's amazing. It, it is crazy. 14. Okay. 14. Um, okay. Great. So that's one more down. I'll take care of Hugh Brickfell morning. Best swordsman. Best, best so swordsman. The, the enemy is down one more on that zone. And now we're back to Hugh Brick. Hugh Brick. There we go. Okay. 13. 13. Nice. That, is, that is good. Uh, okay. And you? I feel like anything over a 10 gives us a chance. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm hoping. So they lost one more on that zone last zone all hubrick himself like he's just carving through the ranks yeah with his yeah, sword work. oh that is good too uh oh that's a 15 very nice 15 okay wow so Tyrosa comes back alive another round. look at that yeah um so the enemy lost two in the last zone we are now starting at the top 
and round three. So Dorgald and Ardwain are looking rough. Yeah. We're, we're these Maybe we should shift. Two. You guys want to come over to ours or you want to I'm go? thinking we should go support Dorgald Bronzebeard. What do you think? Can, what do you think two, Cole can they jump to two different from no. one to or another? Or could we all move one? We could all move one over. One. But and I'd then say we could go here. Bjorn and Thora could move over. Then exactly. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Part, part of me wants to kind of just... Stay all together? Well, you guys could cascade and maybe uh, I could keep my group here to try to finish off this flank. Like this? And then you said we I would we say had, we, okay. if that's the case, why don't we all three? Because yeah. this yes. is really... I'm down with that. that. Yep, let's do that. Okay. Okay. All right. But so, then what is this? Now, you said we could do one time a, yep. like a special, special power. plus four. Do it. That's what I was going to think I was going to do, too. So, might need to do that for Your Gorgold. Cool show. I mean, we like we have the advantage. We could just try to press this. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to use, use my four to try to okay. help the elves. So, for the listener's benefit... Uh, Kulsho is still on the rightmost flank, alone in that zone, helping the elves. And the rest of you have moved into the neighboring zone. Um, and so it's three in that zone. And you are going to use your special power? i use my special power. Okay. So I wrote some stuff for special powers. Ooh, dialogue. Ah. Uh, Let's see. Okay. Where is it? Where's my special power stuff? Mm. Oh, man. Where did I put that? I have lost my special power. <laughs> I have lost my special power. Okay. Cull show. You see, you see the others go off to help um, the forces in the neighboring uh, zone, and you are left alone. Uh, you raise your black sword high above your head and shout its elvish name, Darkesta. Your soldiers almost instinctively shout Darkstar in return as you charge once again towards the enemy formation's flank. Your sword, still raised overhead, seems to swallow the light for a heartbeat before exploding into a bright, almost blinding light. The enemy soldiers seem transfixed as your company crashes into the fray. Nice. So get a plus four. Okay, I better roll well. Roll high. <laughs> oh, this is this is painful. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I rolled a six, so that'd be ten. Oh. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, ooh. you won't lose it. I mean, you won't lose as much. I guess. That's... Maybe. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. Mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we get a mulligan. No. <laughs> um. Let me see. I have to add that up. Uh, you are. Oh, and you got a 10? So a total of 10 with the plus four, yeah. And then you're so in we, that. We so break it'd be even? another one. one. Um, so you ended up losing. Oh, that's 10 with the plus four. Right. Um, and so you end up losing one. So that's not too bad. It could still, have been much worse. It could have been losing. much, much worse. Ugh. Um, next zone. Anyone using any special powers? Um, yeah, I think I'm going to use my special power in this zone. All right. 
So I've got some text for you as well. Um, the dagger given to you by your grandfather, the one marked with the holy symbol of Ilo, suddenly quivers in your hand. You stare at the strange blade, and you are drawn to the dozens of tiny reflections, miniatures of yourself, imperfectly rendered in the scalloped and jeweled pommel. You tear your gaze away from the small warped images, and as you look up, you notice dozens of life-size black-cloaked and shadowy figures all hmm. around you. Stretched, deformed, and altered to un unbelievable proportions, you realize they're all you, your reflections from the dagger, and your now trembling hand. Without thinking, you mumble a quick prayer to Ilo, and you feel the gift of his power flow through your body. You raise your arm toward the enemy soldiers, searching for a target for your lord's wrath, and you notice that the warped versions of you are doing the same. As one, the shadows spring forth from your fingers, from hundreds of your fingers, and dozens of swirling shadows stream toward your foes. Wow. Plus four. I will roll. Okay. Uh, so that was 12 plus four would be 16. And there's three of us in there. And there's three of you in there. Mm -hmm. So that is a total. 19. Total victory for you. Uh, let's see here. Why can't I click on this? Um, and they lost three. Nice. Okay, who's rolling for allied? Next zone. I'll roll for Dorgold. Um, they don't haven't lost anybody there, so I will use my special power for that. But well, do you have to? Sorry, have to be in it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. that's okay. I'll just roll. And, I mean, it's a, a ten. Ten, and ten. that is, um. They gain two. Dorgold is in serious trouble. Oh, no. Okay. Who's rolling for Bellamar Fortrain? Hmm. Just go down the line. It's you. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to take responsibility. Well, these two are doing pretty well. Yeah, these next doing well. Pretty well. So eight... Uh, eight, and that is a, yeah, that's two down for the queen. All right, next one. All right, Hubert come on. Bellmorning. He's a great swordsman. The best. Ten. Ten, and that is still not great. Now, the bell curve is really a burden. It is a burden. So the queen loses two in that two? zone. Two? Um, last zone, Tyrosa Dane. <sighs> okay. We've got uh, ten. Ten? Another ten. That will be two down there for the Goodness, queen. Goodness, we are so in yeah. trouble. Well, yeah, we're not going to win this. It does not look that way. All right. Um, so we're back to the top, and this is round four, correct? Yep. I think some of us I'm should going go to help. go back over here. No. Why not? Just finish them. Yeah, except they're going to finish you guys. Yeah. Yeah. You should get over there and help Dorgold. Yeah, Dorgold needs help. Or he's right. done. 
All right. I w- um, so someone's going to have to roll for me then so I can use my powers on Dorgold. I'm going to come in to Dorgold with you. Let's give him a plus two, and then you can use your special. So whoever wants to roll for El- Elshon? No, no. If Yeah, I'll, I'll roll for... Well, because okay. I'm still in Elshon. Yeah, so you go ahead and roll for Elshon. Yes. Okay, so just uh, let me recap here. Kulsho is in the first zone yep. with the elves. Thora is staying with Ardwain in zone two, and Bjorn and Elrond have moved to zone three with the dwarves. Yes. Who are on the ropes with one life left. One left. Okay. Roll away. Uh, that's 11. It's 11. It's not too bad. Plus you, so it's uh, 12. And you lose one. Ugh. Yeah, this is tough. So you are holding steady there. So do you have you been adding when we're in the zone? Mm-hmm. Have you been okay? Yep. You've been Just tell that. me exactly what you roll. Exactly what we roll. Yep. Okay. Um and zone two. Ardwain Landis. Go for it, Thora. I I rolled a seventeen. Are you, oh, are you using it? Oh, okay. I am not using my power. Nice. nice. Right? Six, six, five, yes. Seventeen. Okay. So what is that? Um you they lose two. Okay. Oh my goodness. So you're back with an advantage in zone two. Nice work, Thora. All right, I'm going to use my special ability. You are. Yep. In zone three, helping the dwarves. Let's see what I wrote for you. <laughs> uh, your head pounds with urgency as the target of your vengeance is near. Scornsby's proximity fills your mind with rage, and your glowing red hand suddenly flares into phantasmal flames that grow and consume your entire body. The soldiers from your company shy away from your brightly burning form, but you feel no pain, no heat, nothing but rage. The flames subside, and you take a step toward the enemy, many of whom are confused by the pyrotechnic display. You raise your glowing fist, and bolt after bolt erupts from the ghost-like weapon in rapid succession. The translucent projectiles strike the enemy troops with remarkable precision, dropping many of them instantly and sowing the seeds of mass hysteria among their companions. No pressure. No pressure at all. Um, so that's a 10. Is that what you're for? No, that's not with my, that's just what I rolled. So you rolled a 10. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's two of you in there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Plus the special. And plus four. So that is, you gain two. So that at least puts a dent and the enemy forces of Garston Thordell. Okay. Good job. Well, I kept the dwarves around. Yeah. Yeah. The dwarves <laughs> One <win>. last round. <laughs> Balamor Fortrain. I'll roll. No. That would be a nine. Nine. Okay. And, and you lose two more. Oh, no. The queen's forces in that zone. So at 3d6, the average would be nine, right? So that's an average, right? So rolling an average of nine would be an average roll. Mm-hmm. 
we're we're, but we're, we're at disadvantage. Right. Disadvantage. Yeah, we're disadvantage. Nine and a half because technically. So it'd be <laughs> it's that half. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nine or ten is average. Yeah. So we're back to Hubert Bell Morning in Zone Five. I'm kind of partial to Hubrick. Can I roll for Hubrick? Yes. Go for yeah. it. Yeah, oh. Roll another 17. That's going to be yeah. bad now. Go. Greatest swordsman. <gasps> oh, no, no. That's not as good. It's a 12. It's a 12. It's okay. Let's go. It's 12. above average. I saw the six and five first, and then there was the one. So Okay. So uh, the enemy um, gains one. So you are... Locked nice. in this bitter struggle, dead even in zone this is five. Where it's at right here. Zone um, six. Tyrosa yeah, Dane. I think this is the end of Tyrosa. So that's yep. 11. Uh, Tyrosa Dane, your left flank collapses. Oh, oh no. We've lost the whole zone now. Okay. One zone down. Um, Which means the Oathsworn and Sons of Sorrow are going to be flanking Kubrick next oh, round, yeah. so that's not good. Uh, so we're back to the top, and okay, okay. cool show, go for it. Any changes? So oh. I'm going to just keep hoping the elves. I mean, yeah, we, we're dead even here. I don't know what to do. Okay, oh, we're just so screwed. <laughs> we all rage. As <laughs> one rage. I hope it helps. Okay, so nobody's moving. Yeah. Uh, 12. Okay. Yeah. So I rolled a 12. Rolled a 12. Okay. So that's not bad. You lose one. The queen loses one. Still in there. Still a close fight on the right flank. Um, so zone two. Thora, you can finish this off. Thora is in the zone. <laughs> Are you using 12. your special? Um, I wasn't going to. I rolled a 12. Okay. So you, the queen loses one. Oh, no. That's Don't. the end. That's one more one. No, you have one, one versus left. one. Oh, okay. One v one. Yep. It's deadlocked, but bloody vicious battle obviously happening in zone two. Um, oh, too late. Okay. Zone three. No, the you should roll. Dwarves. <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't let me roll. Uh. <laughs> well, I don't think either of us are. Oh, oh no! I should have rolled. Oh. You should have rolled. I should have rolled. Six. Six. Oh. Okay. There go the dwarves. The dwarves. Your middle has collapsed. And the dwarves are mostly... In retreat. This was a fifty thousand to one, uh, one thousand, so this is a five hundred or five thousand to one. You know. Yeah, it's you're, you're you're hanging in no, there. No, we have our fifteen. Yep, we're just the you know bonus oh. thousand. So yeah. the bonus. Um, Bellamar Fortrain in zone for four. Bellamar. And look at that. That would be a twelve. Twelve. All right. So the queen loses one, but still. This seems inevitable. In yeah, fight without some just stupid rolls here. All right. Um, Speaking of that, you're up. Zone five. Speaking <laughs> of stupid rolls. Uh, oh no, she's she's rolling for Hubrick. Yeah, she's Hubrick. Fifteen. Fifteen. Hey, there you go. Good. Oh man. So what? Did I have to look that up. It's three. I, I think it would be three. So what are the Osworn and Sons of Sora doing? Retreating. Okay. 
Look at that. So they lost two on that. Really close in some of this. And uh, they are on the ropes Which in that zone. a lot of forces to back them up. Um, so the back here, the final zone was already lost. And you guys made it through five rounds of battle. And the horrific back-and-forth battle rages throughout the day. Thanks largely to your efforts, the Loyalist forces are still in the field, bloodied but not yet broken. An informal truce takes effect in mid-afternoon. The snow has stopped, but the muddy, red-stained battlefield holds hundreds of injured and dead soldiers. Healers from both sides go to work, saving who they can and retrieving the bodies of those who are beyond all help. Soldiers take advantage of the respite to dress wounds, drink water, and eat whatever cold food they can find. Although depleted, it is clear that Scornsby's numerical advantage still holds. His uncommitted reserves number in the thousands, and they stand idle on a nearby hillock, waiting, awaiting the time when they are called to enter the fray. As the healers finish their gruesome work and leave the field, you hear three short horn blasts that are meant to call your weary troops back into formation. From across the plain, you hear another three blasts. You then see Scornsby's forces form up into orderly ranks. But then two more short notes call the reserves into action. Ugh. Thousands of fresh troops now bolster Scornsby's beleaguered army, and you can hear ragged cheers come from within their ranks. The move has the opposite effect on this side of the plain. The captains and sergeants start yelling encouragement, but no cheers erupt from the now doomed army. Instead, grim looks pass between soldiers. A nervous ripple of movement travels through the ranks as thousands of men, women, dwarves, and elves now struggle with the realization that this may be their last day on Athelus. Another horn from across the field sends the aug augmented enemy forces eagerly across the mud-churned ground. You turn to see your horn blower astride a horse next to a gaunt-looking skeleton stormbreak. The young man raises his curved instrument to his waiting lips, but the sound you hear next is deafening. An endless droning sends a rumble through the earth and makes your mount prance nervously from side to side. The low note is followed by a squeal that sends nearby birds fluttering from their perches into the evening sky. Drum beats echo across the plain like explosions, and all around people stare in confusion. Scornsby's army, sensing some unknown danger, halts it, its advance. As you scan the horizon in an effort to pinpoint the source of the terrifying cacophony, you suddenly realize it sounds familiar. The noise from the mountains outside of Northwall, from 50 miles away, diffused by winds and geography, you can just imagine this must be the same sound. Suddenly, Movement on your right catches your eye, and slowly everyone turns to stare at the same point on the ridgeline. Large, lumbering shapes trudge into view, their bulky forms outlined by the fading afternoon light. Even without details, you recognize the ungainly movement of ogres. First just two, then suddenly a dozen or more, followed by hundreds and thousands of other figures, smaller and ordered into neat ranks, the entire ridgeline is quickly engulfed by the dark, moving shapes of an unknown army, and each thumping drumbeat sends a shiver down your spine. And that is where we will end it for this week. <laughs>
That doesn't seem good. <laughs> so we're not dead yet. <laughs> we're not, not dead, dead yet. yet. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, good job, guys. Thanks for playing along with some new rules there. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. We have blood on our hands. <laughs> blood on your hands. You're now uh, seasoned commanders, uh, assuming oh, you yeah. uh, survive um, what comes next. But we'll see you uh, next time. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.